0: everyone, Mike here, founder of Talk About It Mate, and this is season two, episode eight of the Talk About It Mate podcast, all about a person who's really important in a man's life, and it's his barber, and uh, we sat down with Craig Henderson for Craig's barber Shop. found out about his work uh, in signposting people to get help and identifying signs that men might need some help. Uh, and the work that he does with the fantastic Lions Barber Collective. and I'd really recommend you checking out a TED talk by their founder, Tom Chapman, which I think was really good. like it's a short thing, but it really grabs your attention and that you know their aim is to reduce suicide rates. and I can't praise them enough. I think they're doing to do a fantastic job in terms of in men's mental health moving forward. Also, uh, we're joined by Ed um, on this podcast, a valued member of Talk by Made community, um uh, a deep thinker somebody who I go through personally if I need to run something by people in our community. So really just hope you enjoyed this chat and check out Craig all over social media. That's Craig's Barbershop in Bolton. Take care. Okay, everybody, welcome to season two, episode eight of the Talk About a Mate podcast. Um, it's a really, uh, it really is an honour and a pleasure to do these podcasts because we get interesting guests on each time. And what we've been trying to do recently is also bring in members of our community um, and facilitators from our groups, um, so that you can get to know them and we can find out what's been going on with them. So, um, first of all, I'm really honoured and um, to introduce Ed to to you today. So, hi, Ed.
1: Hi. Oh, yeah. Mike, how's it going?
0: I'm good, thanks. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm glad you've come on because I think in terms of what we do talk about, mate. A lot of the time, I uh, I need a bit of advice sometimes, you know, if I want it, and and you're one of the people that I go to. Right. So uh,
1: yeah.
0: things like the podcast, it's good to get you involved, and uh, also it's it, it's better when it's free. I think in the in the conversation.
1: Yeah, and I can hopefully sort of uh, add see the conversation as well and, and ideas that come in and questions that come up as well and having that Bolton connection I think is 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 an interesting aspect of why I'm doing this this particular podcast as well so yeah it's good. amazing
0: amazing uh, so in terms of yourself how how are you, have you been finding the lock, lockdown
1: um yeah I, I've had a quite an interesting experience because I've just got back to Manchester after being in six weeks in isolation looking after my mum so uh, back down in Wiltshire, where I'm from. So um, my mum has dementia. So it's just been me and her for six weeks, having uh, um, the same conversations every day, which has been uh, which has been interesting. Um, but it yeah, it's, it the, the strangest thing was coming back from six weeks in isolation to actually go out and do shopping, and the world has changed in that six weeks because I've not before I went down to to look after my mum, I self isolated for 10 days so I didn't go out then either so it's almost like I've been in isolation for 8 weeks and in, in which time all the government guidance has come into place and there's distancing and there and and when you go to the shops you're queuing and it was really quite surreal to to, to almost like come out of isolation into that um into the real world and the world's changed completely it really
0: has it really really, it really has, has yeah
1: so uh, um Yeah, it's been all right. It's been okay. And the fact that we've got social media and all these ways of keeping in touch, I think, um, previous to this, I hadn't attended very many Talk About It Mate groups. Since I've been in isolation, I've been going to two two meetings a week, the Sunday (laughs) one and the Wednesday one, and catching up on the Wednesday, on the Saturday morning um, weekend waffle thing as well. So that... That's really, it really, really helped because um, it, it just became a, a new normal of just sitting in a group of people, seeing everybody's faces, being able to contribute um, to the Zoom meeting. Um, I, I really benefited from it, even even, and I think I benefited in more than when I'm sat in a room. And I, I you know, I'm I, I, I expect to will get back to that sort of. Um, normal again but mm. talking like that we are now the three of us and seeing people's faces and, and seeing people's reaction normally if you're sat in a circle you don't see the people outside your peripheral vision or anything like that but yeah. now i can see the fa- your faces and reaction mm. and stuff like that it's, uh, yeah i found those zoom meetings to be have been really beneficial and um just in that six weeks of going through all what we went through but also the additional whatever baggage and stuff and carrying anyway but to be able to have those talk about it make groups during the during the lockdown hmm. was really beneficial yeah it really helped and it meant that I knew that at that point of the day if I had anything on my mind or anything I want to get off my chest there was an opportunity there to speak to a group of people who I'm getting to know really well and who who that space is becoming a lot more um is that what the right word is say it's becoming a safer space or it's just becoming a a, a space that's becoming so much easier to speak in even yeah. more so than my group of mates who I go down the pub with or whatever in in during normal times but
0: uh yeah, yeah, I can totally uh, you know get that and I think that will lead us really nicely into our guest today um because what he does in his job is involves talking to guys all day. So, I'm really pleased to introduce Craig Henderson from Craig's Barber Shop. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Craig.
2: I'm a barber. I'm cutting hair now, probably about 18 years. And I'm a prospect for a charity called the Lions Barber Collective, which was founded in 2015. And our mission is just to basically help in time force people to charities who are having a bit of a down day, just being a bit suicidal, just where work, can really, if it's even advice, just any advice we can give but just don't say, I know how you're feeling mate, because then they're just like, I don't know where to describe it. It's a difficult one. Basically just listen, listening with empathy during that time when they need you and just let them sometimes diagnose themselves and what they need to do help-wise. And then we have like four pillars within the lines. So with like, like, recognize when someone is struggling and then ask them, if they are considering suicide or how they are worried about thinking, and then just listen to them. And at the end of it, just time for some people like poof, if it's a teenager, because in Greater Manchester area, from the age of like 12 to I think it's 20, 24 now in the Greater mm. Manchester area, or 23, I can't remember. And then there's like Samaritans shout if they don't want to deal with people on the phone, they can do it by text. There's loads of man- like amazing outlets out there, and ever since I've been on this journey, I found out so many different things, like meeting new mice and all these other things, and it's just unbelievable. And I just want to keep on going with it and just keep pushing it, and hopefully, doing some more things. Which I've-, I've got a few ideas, which I'll briefly run past Mike. And I, I can't wait
0: to hear. I can't wait to hear these ideas, Craig, because we'll come on to them. But I saw you in there. Uh, I think it was MEN or something. The first time I saw what? you. I thought, oh, this is a good story, this. Because me, personally, I don't have very much social anxiety, but I've always had this thing about going to the barbers, you know, like that, sm- that small talk thing. And then I saw you, and then you're on the news, like, I followed you, are on the news, like, the next day, in your shop. And then you were saying, like, you would give one-to-one, like, you know, like, special appointments for people who might want to just come and speak, or... And, and you're in a very unique position, aren't you, as a barber?
2: Oh, yeah, we're in a very powerful position. We're more powerful than, like, your doctor, your dentist, your optometrist. Because those are probably the only people who actually get in your personal state and touch you. Your to will touch you. Your orthodontist to to will touch the but it won't touch you in that way because you're expecting it when you ask that. But when your barber does it, you do expect it, but it breaks a barrier instantly because it's more friendly and more personal, and it's more soothing voice. Not, a, a, it's not domineering. And yeah. it's not. Enough, it's a more like an authoritative voice because you're being treated for something. For me, you're not being treated. You're just helping yourself. I'm just helping you go go on that right path if you do need to see somebody or speak to somebody.
0: It's amazing.
2: It's amazing. You could help so many
0: people because most guys go to the barbers, don't they?
2: Oh, yeah. And And this is where Tom saw the idea because he did lose his friend to suicide, unfortunately. And he wanted to do something about it. And this is why it's escalated into an amazing charity, what it is. And it's something so simple, what we do daily. I've been doing it for 18 years. And in college, when I first started in college, some guy would cheat on his wife. And it's like, What do I do with that information? What <laughs> advice do I give? I don't know. And as the years have gone on, I've lost clients to suicide, I've lost drug abuse and alcohol abuse. And it hits you hard and you're thinking, What could have I have done to make that little bit of difference? But it chews you up sometimes but realise you can't be like that. But if yeah. you've got an arsenal of materials what I've got now, set with mm. me, and a support network behind you and build a support network, it helps because they can help you on the fraudulent stuff, like we do on the app now, you've got like more different features to help you through it, the form where you can talk if you're having a bit of a down day or there's meditations on there yeah. and it's brilliant because of the way they're going and on the 18th of May we've got a film being launched where it explains Tom's journey and why he's got to where he's got things and what he's achieving and where it's going because I think one of the big end goals is to get it on the crystal.
0: Yeah. But
2: within your barbering course and your hairdressing course, you'll get taught about basic mental health, about like the training I've had, and it's still, all it is is a twenty-minute course, but it makes a massive difference and a massive impact because you know, oh, I, I forgot about talking. Hmm. Let's and for this guy to here. Let's force this person to here. and so on and so on. There's that many? It's unbelievable.
1: What's the what's the level of the training that um, is given to you? Uh,
2: it's like a basic training program. It's not that uh, leveled at anything. It's just basically knowing how to spot signs in your customers. So yeah. uh, if you started coming to the shop once a week, even though you didn't need to, and you just went, oh, I've got an haircut. I was like, we've already in last week. Yeah, yeah but I've run another haircut. And then you start seeing signs like they point on weight or losing weight. And sometimes when it becomes every week, you start letting information out of what, what's happening and why. There every week because some, I've got one guy who comes every week. He's an older guy, he's got no family left. He lost his wife ten years ago, and he just wants coming for a chat. i have taken him yeah. probably about a mil off every time he comes in. But he's in the chair for ten minutes and he gets talking about that. and I'm and I just making him giggle. I just talk about random rubbish what's in the news. I'm not time forcing it I'm just making him just cheer his up a little bit because he's not really getting that interaction with anybody. Yeah, it's and so important. What it's so
0: important what you do, isn't it? Like. I bet like you said you, how you, do you notice that people have changed but if they're coming in that regularly and you've known them for years like you'll spot oh, yeah. the signs
2: oh yeah it's just anything but you, you'll tell your barber things that you won't tell anybody else because it's that barber confidentiality hmm. not, I've got one client I've been to secondary school when he's from who's back college and then through uni and now he's in a job and now he's moved down London, working down London. And it's mad because you go on that entire journey. And he talks about his, his crush he's got on this girl at school, and when he had it at school, and in fact like he bumped into her again when he come back up to Manchester, and all these little things. But he won't mm-hmm. tell his mates this it. because he's too scared of being ribbed at. But he'll tell me it all. He'll all yeah. that, And sometimes I'll told me baby names, even though what they are not even told the mates. And he's like, and the first one's like, oh, I see you more than I see my dad. And it's like, it's mad. Yeah. Because they build that much trust into you. And they'll just text you randomly sometimes. Oh, I've had my kid. I've had, my kid, I've had the kids now. I'm like, all right then. Why are you telling your barber? <laughs> <But> <laughs> You're like a part like, of their it's community, part. aren't you? Community. You become part of their lives. In like, fact, when I worked at the last place I worked at, they were like, I will not going to that shop. I was going to Craig. Before I got this place. And it's like, no, it's not Craig. It's so-and-so. And it's like, all oh, right and it's crazy how it's just progressed and how you, know, you watch things change over the years and how you, know, you change as well because you're surrounded by different people and different roles, and you learn about things and you're able to balance your client popping out of them and you how to the customer serving in that way mm. just to keep them happy instead of just going oh no 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 yeah and then so on and so on just a typical monday conversation and as well as a, just build a relationship and a friendship with customers
0: Absolutely, that's so powerful. Like, like men, like like Edward said before, like I, I have my mates say say I grew up with. I have a very different relationship with them, the ones that I still see. To the, my mates, have gone through talk about it, mate now. But you're you're like somebody you're just a bit removed from people, but the relationship is actually quite a, a close one, isn't it? It's
2: extremely close one at times. When they you ask for like advice things and stuff like that, oh, what, what i like, I don't know. <laughs> it's all on personal taste in fact Stuff like, oh, well what's it like having kids and I just tell my experiences and you know yeah. things like that relate to your experiences Stuff yeah. like, I can improve things like that but then you do get to this area where you get new customers which I've had through this since I started doing this line, And I've tried to I've started approaching things differently now, and approaching how I deal with them differently and things yeah. like that because you can it's mad because you know because they know I'm there to listen mm-hmm. but they'll still be reserved on the chair so it's mm-hmm. like what I said, don't say, oh I know how you feel mate, don't mm-hmm. worry about it just listen to them, let them reel it all off yeah. let them just vent, even if they want to come in after hours and have a brew and vent, they can do i have had customers just offload full lock, waxing, just screamed and farted and they've had a bad day working after afterwards, it felt better
0: yeah, I always feel better when I've got it off my chest. That like, say you're in this pri- like privileged position that people come to you. You must have heard all sorts over the years, like you oh, mentioned yeah. before.
2: Many, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's, I just, it's hum- I just don't get it half the time. Like, why haven't you told me? This? <laughs> why do I need to know all this stuff?
1: And how do you, how do you process that yourself? How do you how do you um, kind of ground yourself when it comes when if if it comes out the blue and whether someone. I know, I know they're not total strangers to you, but perhaps you don't know them beyond the barber shop. But I mean, how do you how do you ground yourself and how do you keep yourself sort of on? it,
2: difficult. You know. it was difficult at first, and so I started on CBT because it's taught me a lot of mindfulness and uh, to help with my social anxiety and it helped control it a bit better. And I've used them techniques, and I've got my missus extremely supportive. She's always there for me with it all, and when it gets too much and it chews up at me and thinking, like, well, what the hell is What can I do? I might end up doing something tonight, you know, 'cause so I've a time for the right person. Have I done this, have I done that? And you think, well, I can't think like that. Mm. Unfortunately. it's like globally, 40, forty people every forty seconds someone kills themselves and you can't control that. But if you I'm just knowing I make I give that guy Car from Samaritans or a Too Coop or whatever charity I've got on my desk at that time, and I time I'm posting. I know I've done my little bit, and sometimes they are too far down the rabbit hole and you can't help them. Yeah. And it's difficult to know that you can't help them because, unfortunately, if he's a walking customer, not an appointment customer,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I have no emergency contact information to say, all right, he puts in this is his name. This is his phone number, I'm going to ring 111, the port is at risk to himself, this is working time posture, but if I've got that information, I I can do that, but it's a big grey area then with data protection. Yeah. Because if he flips out, because I've rang up emergency services to say he's at risk, this is his number, can you please go and attend to him, he could eventually then go, all right, you've got DVCR law, like, I wasn't that much of a fight risk because some people, you just gotta, some people want to do it for attention. And other people are genuinely that 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 really troubled and they do need help. Mm. And this is why I say to so comes come to me after work, have a brew with me. Let's have a talk when there's no one else in the shop. I'll book, I'll book it as an appointment all we'll talk. just yeah, me yeah. and If you do want to offload, you can offload. And you've seen the shop, market, it's just a tiny shop. It's small, but it's lovely, yeah. And there's no one else there, isn't there?
0: So, yeah, yeah, I I booked That's in cool. with a lot one off because I thought I wanted to come in and have a proper chat with you. First of all, because I was interested, but I remember like I was a bit like having a having a right moan in your chair. But then I thought, you know, you just listened to me and it was brilliant. I felt better afterwards.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's just having that right like, balance and knowing no when to let go of it and just do mindfulness and don't let it shoot you up because then it'll affect on the next person you, because you're mulling mm-hmm. over that and it's easing that that place as well. Like, yeah you won't know how to time post them correctly yeah because might be just going on about debt and then you end up giving some marriage reports because you, you can talk to them about debt but you're better off giving them some like mm. step like and taking them in the right direction it's just trying to keep that mindfulness going when you're doing it and just, yeah and if, if you your for attention at the right point within like the conversation they're talking to you you're not looking distant but you're still engaging with them
1: it does sound tricky it, it sounds tricky for you because um uh, similar to mike i'm sort of on um i'm being trained to be a counsellor and they talk about the contracting and the boundaries and and it almost feels like it, you, you know someone comes to sit with you do you you know is there that opportunity for you to say to them you know, are you saying to them you know you can talk to me talk about stuff but there's only certain as only to a certain point that i can help or there are limits and I imagine yours is, you're trying to keep it conversational, you're trying to, it's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's or, you know, if you want to bet where it's ordinary guys just off the street and stuff like yeah. that. How, but what, it must be, a tr- it must be, feel tricky for you to kind of have that point where you're a barber cutting someone's hair and are they expecting you to be giving them some level of mm. counseling as well?
2: I think that's where a lot of people get misinterpreted because Bolton even knew when they did a press release with them, they got it very misinterpreted because we're not therapists yeah. we're just like a signposting service but we will listen to you and from that information you give us we can posture you yeah. but yeah. it relates to back going back to being friends again like you build that friendship with them you build that trust into you because they know that's not going to leave the shop what they've said to you yeah, yeah I might talk to my about it because I need help dealing with it and what should I do the next time he comes in he can probably go along why do you just say this thing or yeah. At the side of the lines, I speak to one of the ambassadors, I speak to a different prospect to see how they tackle the situation.
0: And it's only going to help uh, in the long run that you've got this network of people around you. Like you say, a lot of what you do is, is signposting it, and and that's amazing because in the field of men's mental health, the the goal like, of Lions is to you know prevent suicide and you know like make the, improve them figures. And men having somebody like you to talk to could then refer you to somebody like an organisation like us, or if it's a younger person, it it it's better than what was there before.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's just giving that extra place, safe place where they can come and talk and open up and not feel judged. Like, well, oh, I've got a problem go with your teammate. Like, oh, I'm gonna get about. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm kind.
0: <laughs> yeah, and people say "man, man up" and stuff like that, which yeah, that's is It's it, yeah, isn't, isn't, isn't the most helpful? Do you think that your your personal, you know, journey when you started to have your own difficulties, that like but when as you've been getting better or you know looking after yourself, that's full, that's pushed you forward in the work that you do with lions, and I
2: think between the therapy I've had and the lions, it helped me up massively because before that I wouldn't have done something like this because it had me nerves through the roof Mm. and I've had pulsations and everything and my confidence was terrible if I actually had more than three people in the shop I'd panic and I'd be worried about what they're saying and stuff like that even though they're not and it's like and I start ruminating constantly and constantly ruminating over everything and worrying and like not speak when family come around and go and hide in the kitchen and it will affect him like me and my partner's life massively mm. because i will not go and speak to a family and, and it's like but now i'm getting better it's still i'm still struggling at times i still have moments and i still get a bit of head and before things happen and i was a bit after was before this happening so i do a bit of like breathing and just kind myself of down a bit but like but being this it's going forward And I just, it's getting better as weeks go on and days go on and I keep practicing things and just doing little focus attention and practices at home and stuff like that, doing school work and just keep myself occupied and keep practicing the practices they sent me. And Mm. with the Lions, they help as well and also they're very supportive bunch because of the nature of the charity. I think that's the ability to think about it because they do understand and some people in the group have anxiety and depression and they do suffer. Yeah. But we all help each other, we're all like a little community. We'll keep on going, We have all the events planned for this year, but unfortunately, the COVID nineteen, they've all been stopped now.
0: Yeah, it must have been a, such a big impact on you, because you, you must be dying to get in there and cut someone's hair now.
2: Oh, I am it's driving me mad now. But you just got to take the rough with this move. And I talked to Manchester News about this. There, you rang me up today, and I was going to press release the end there just been released now about five minutes before you rang me up and. It's asking how our barbers are going to be affected and our hairdressers are going to be affected by all this and what do you think is going to change? Not, well there's nothing I can change unfortunately and if PPE comes in prices might have to go up I'm normally for appointments only which is going to set up my walking, because I've mm-hmm. been there as a walking barbers at the beginning and now I've got to change it all it's going to be difficult for so yeah. to understand and come to grasp with it all and I've got to work it out now like price-wise and stuff and if I've got to wear a mask and change the mask every customer I've got to buy a buy disposable gown it's like eighty quid for a pack of forty masks. Yes. You get that on an aircut and every use. I do between on a good day I can do thirty earthquakes so That's a pack of mask gone. So this is where we've got to look at it all and hopefully something gets put in place soon. so we can start planning and knowing where I'm going with things. And like when we to you what's on a Saturday, like where do we go with him? So, like, yeah,
1: unfortunately
2: yeah. letting go because of distancing because it's a small shop or we put my appointments all names. I have all this PPE. This is a difficult thing we're looking at now and we've got to panic yeah. now and look at it all.
0: Mm. Unsure, unsure times isn't it for everyone I suppose. Oh yeah. it is. But especially a, a, a small business owner like yourself.
2: Oh yeah. But oh, I'm keeping going, got plenty to do. Keep what's, a, what's, a,
0: anyway. what, what, yeah, what's a normal lockdown day look like for you then Craig?
2: Of brand brand growing in the business, I'm changing a few things around, and hopefully come up with a few different new ideas, merchandise, and extra things like that. Not it really.
0: You're always busy. Cool. You're always busy, from what I see. Like you, you say. I would say you're an expert networker. Like you, you know, you're saying about um, signposting. You, you've got it all over your shop. You're all, You're very visible on social media. So anybody who knows you knows that you're there to help, and that's that's the first step, I think. And then oh, like yeah, you say when you are be able to offer those appointments for people who specifically want just one on one. Like our people will need it surely after
2: this. Yeah, oh yeah, that, we're yeah. going to be needed more than ever. Mm. That's why we've just done a massive recruitment drive to recruit five five hundred more barbers and addresses during this lockdown and I think we'll to like three hundred and ninety now. And it's mad. And all it is is like it says twenty minute call. That's all it is, watch four videos and it's just understanding the four plays what I talked about mm. earlier. I recognise yeah. Ask Listen And then help And that's it It's something so simple But so effective And just making yeah. that Massive amount of difference Yeah
0: We'll look into the future I suppose Well, I mean I've shaved my head But it's grown back a bit I, And I got my wife to do it And she did it fine Because she went to like a one But I'm coming to you Once this is all over Don't worry Ed your hair's quite long man
1: I know I've had, been shaving my head At home Every day Well every few weeks For the last 25 years and then well my missus does it anyway and then I'm going to be 50 this year so I thought right I'm going to leave my hair to see if it can still grow and it's I've got this I can't see it in the dark now but it's just grown back like a it just yeah so I realize that uh, I'm just going to leave it and and uh, well, I probably will need someone to actually look at it <laughs> first time in 30 years I've had long hair it feels a bit <laughs> weird yeah I bet you've seen some dodgy
0: ones though Craig
2: Oh, I've come here, I've seen a few. I've seen a few interesting ones. <laughs> some people just got haircuts about six months at a time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, so people like,
0: people at home having a, having a go and just getting them? Oh, on. I've had a
2: few of them as well. The best one I've had when I'd cut triangles out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think I going to
0: share a picture of something like that, and I thought, oh my God.
2: Uh. Oh, was, this, one, that's, this one was one worst worse the triangles all through his head. I'm like, what's he done? How's he got triangles in his head? you like lifted up his and there and a big triangle underneath his sideburn and then lifted up his big triangle. like... <laughs> I, 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 can't, I, I can't believe that. Oh. Well,
0: like I say, let's hope that this is over soon so that people can get back to normality. I mean, not too soon that people are put at risk, that's my personal opinion. But uh, yes. I know you've got a lot of ideas. This is what the bit I'm looking forward to. because you sent me a message the other day and I was like, Bloody hell, he's got a lot of ideas. Let's take it for the podcast. So, go on, where, where, where are we up to? I think you were saying something about homeless people.
2: We've got homeless people and we've got the Lions Den side of things. So, we've got the Lions Den, which I briefly touched on, where I cut her and then you're on side, if you care, and you need someone to go deeper with. And then that builds up your custom and it builds up my custom because they're still trusting me and then they're still trusting you. Draws on yeah. both our sides, but it's still doing something rewarding. You get a free cut out of it, plus a little bit of hoping—not too much, but just enough to, like, say, if you just doing mindfulness, tips, just to see. Yeah, how like
0: something right. well-being related, linked into yeah. what you're offering. And, I, I think okay. the idea is connecting organisations together so that they're all yeah.
2: helping each other out. Yeah. So we just try we both important, and, post, and then just doing like, to be with an exercise, and we're yourself and or stuff like that, give them meditation from Rochdale's meditation thing, they Yeah, do amazing ones and things like that, and then the homeless one is a similar thing, we'll get a room, put all the people there, and just give them a bit of mindfulness tip when they are feeling a bit troubled when they're on the streets, how to friend themselves and just isolate themselves in a nice way, instead of yeah. going stealing drink or trying to get drugs, if they can just do some breathing exercises to help mm-hmm. them, to control the mind a bit better, it would make a massive difference. And some of them might take it on, some might not, but it's 15 minutes of our time if we just like, deliver one workshop every mm. month and I'll just cut the hair and then after that we'll just do the workshop and stuff like that and explain what, what I do and stuff like that and explain what you do and then we'll just offer of this session and that's it really. And we'll just see where it goes and the more we get, and we can more, get more barbers involved, get more therapists involved, so we'll get more people trained up the line and then we run these workshops. So yeah. okay, we do the Lion's Den one, I'll do one with you, and then like a friend who you mentioned to me, we can get her doing one with her fellows, part with you, as what work with you, and then we can so on and so on, it keeps on going.
0: I, I think it's a great stuff. idea. It's a great idea, and it's good to be involved with like, you know, like even, like you've got a good connection to your community, you know, you're a lovely guy, yeah. and, and it's it's great because you, you're like a good role model for people, like they're more likely to talk to you before then, talking to somebody like me, but who's involved in the mental health, you know, it's you're like a,
2: a go between, and that's really that's should I've never been
0: understated, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm just a middleman in all these situations, that's all I am. It's like I'm just like you got the point of that contact where you refer yourself, and then you've got me, and then you've got your doctor, or your therapist, depending on which way you want to go around with it, because you won't yeah. tell your doctor, and you just tell them you test, so they put you to a mental <laughs> health practitioner. Yeah. And then they'll go, all right, well, you need therapy, so bring this number. And then what did they do doing that into them. Mm. And there's like big grey areas where some things I agree with and some things I don't agree with. and stuff so that. Like, if someone's at risk of taking on live, they'll them. But is it worth Is it? What categories you put them on? Do you put them on more security so they need some to? Or yeah. do you just have a constant support worker going around like do you do at first? Autistic people or things like that—it's a very difficult one when all this comes out with me, and I try to work it out all the time. But as long as I'm doing my bit, being that middleman, it keeps me going and do something good.
0: It's amazing. It's fantastic. And and you have touched on you know like CBT as an approach. And I mean I've had CBT in the past, and like I, I think it works in the short term. You know, I, I, and if anything gets people thinking about ways of Managing their mental health better, then I'm very for it, and I'm, I'm sure I'll be involved in CBT myself in the future. But what well, what are your experiences? Are you, how often do you do exercises, or what what do you particularly go to like to cope?
2: Well, it's the grounding and the a Lots of shifting focus attention. So focus on one bit, move to the next bit, and then focus on yourself. I find that one quite helpful, and then there's the grounding, just mindfulness. Yeah. And I got given a list of like things from research, like Rockdale Mindfulness, they do amazing stuff. All their resources are free. So there's a lot of meditation, I don't know what I do in my muscles, i heavily into meditation. I'm trying to get into it more and understand it more.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it takes time, it's new and it's kind of adjust to it and get used to it. But I think I will in time. Yeah. Just going in the right direction with everything and keep practicing things i got taught. So I don't flip backwards and I can't remember the word going backwards. But Yeah, yeah. What
1: what your connections that, like with um, sort of with the um, health authorities in in not just your area of Bolton but generally? So if you're you're just saying then about being a middleman, I mean I, to me that, listening to you, it's almost like you're almost in a really unique position, aren't you? I can't think of any other place where I would go where I would sit down like that. Besides it being a registered a health practitioner, like a GP, like a, a, a district nurse, or, or a therapist. Do you have, are you being recognized as being that middleman by the um, healthcare professionals, like the local NHS or local GP practices?
2: I don't think we are, unfortunately, and I think this is where Tom's trying to get this to be that because on the app, there's a section where you put a so client care form. So The more we do with them, and the more numbers we get, the more can get to parliament they're yeah, right to see what we're doing. Our simple training works If we can get it to curriculum, yeah. and the doctors and the nurses can recommend because it is on the curriculum. It might be like, oh, I'll go speak or go speak to, your address, I'll go and speak to your barber. It might be a bit more help, and that side of things. That's the right wording.
0: yeah, like a, like a community connector. Like yeah. it's it's what like you say that you your middleman. It's like one step to Craig, and then one step to then get into the med, the medical. Yeah, Craig will give you
2: the word to go to if you are that far. Yeah,
0: from, yeah, that's like, massive. I, I think,
2: whatever
0: they called. Yeah, I, I think that's how I would describe it because I've worked with some community connectors in Salford for well-being matters, and they kind of refer people who might want to come to our group. But you mentioned it Tom Tom Chapman, isn't it, who runs the yeah. Lions bar But now I watched the TED talk today because Ed sent it to me, but. Um, it, it, I thought it comes across really well. And, like, you know, it's not too... It just seems very accessible and it seems very welcoming. And as an organisation, I've seen that, like, they have a lot of presence in the South, don't they? But yeah. in the North, really, I've had a little, little look into it. And you're kind of the one that comes up. You've had a bit of exposure. So what are the next steps for you in terms of that?
2: I would want to grow it and build up as a brand, because if I can get my apprentice, putting you know, and I can free up two days a week, I can go into Manchester, go in, go in with a tablet, or a laptop, or, or any device I can take the course and go, you can't do this course, we have got 20 minutes free, you'd like to put your barbershop on the map. So you're like an advocate like to a because, yeah. yeah, which I pretty much I'm anyway, but push it more in the Manchester area. And get more people, and, and I might have done during this lockdown. I posted my like sign up petition and speech that many times in different forums and different groups. And, all mm. the social media. I don't really who's seen it. I've not checked yeah. them out recently, to be honest, and I don't know. Because on the map, it shows you what barbershops have done, the course. Yeah, yeah. So it's worth to look at and see how they utilize social media to let people know they're there to help and to push it in the right way last like time pushing it.
0: Yeah, I think it's so special what you're doing. I'm just kind of, this is open to both of you, really. Uh, do we, I mean, are men opening up more or are we just seeing it
2: more in the media I think it's been a media ride quite a lot in the past year because of like Love Island and men's and rates are going through the roof because of having themselves to get a six pack and there's a lot of problems showing up now with men unfortunately and they're trying to get more people more men to open up but it's that whole matchup persona because they all want to look back to the supermodels you can't see them breaking down because we've got to have this difficult lip all the time. You see this person with, I've got to up go dogs, six rows and muscles. I've got to be this person, I've got to eat this, I've got to wear this, and I've got to wear that, and trying to appreciate everybody to like, attract the opposite sex and do all this different stuff. That sounds exhausting, that,
0: mate. I, I'm, I'm, oh, it is. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's just, everyone's become very shallow, unfortunately, because it's around us 24-7. Yeah. And we're always trying to compete always oh, trying to get the next thing or we're trying to words and best labels and all this kind of, and you see it around you twenty four seven unfortunately and it's getting more apparent in kids because unfortunately with social media it's in the face twenty four seven. All you have to do is follow this celebrity and go, "All oh, right, that's what they're wearing. I want that. Yeah. I want that three hundred pound jacket. I've not even got a job Mom I have this three hundred pound jacket. And then she'll because she don't want to upset her something she'll go and get your fine. finance. Unfortunately, mm. or yeah, she And then he ends up resenting his mom because he's not, because his mates have got the jacket in the other. It's like a difficult thing at the minute. Just can kind of get good balance and make on people, men like, rather men to understand. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Is it is it about role models? I think as well.
2: Like you say, we're, we're
0: putting up people as role models for like being main and and overly uh, really attractive and looking like it's not very achievable. Like I wasn't saying in men. Like, I like a good role model, someone who who's, who can be a man, but open up, like, so I'm talking about, obviously this might be a big problem in some communities rather than other communities, but like, for me, like, if I'm looking at, like, working class men, then look at, Rick, Ricky Hatton's opened up about his mental health, and Tyson Fury, and their boxes aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, they're good role models, as opposed to, because your you, you're ab- you're average guy, you know, the guy that I'm not, like, wish, I wish I was, like, big strong, you know, but I'm not, yeah. like like they're going to look at Titan Fury and be like well if he can talk about having depression and nearly killing himself then then I can do that with Craig in the barbershop and he can point me in the right direction.
2: Yeah so this is what you hope for I think it's going to help, help more because I think since that Titan thing come on I think more and more men will open up mm. and realise it's okay to so have them weak moments in your life. Yeah
0: but they need what the right like? person to go to and that's why you're so important
2: because you're from so, their community. Yeah. Yeah, because so we can advertise the lines more, to show that we are a service, that's like the middle service, you can talk to us, it'll yeah. help, and then it, you know it's someone you can talk to you bar because he's put you over the past 18 years, and he's not going to say anything to anybody, it's or just, say it yeah. to his mate who's going to be in next, it's just keeping it, just keeping that confidentiality going as a bar because that's what we are, the mm. poor man's throughout it basically
1: it's allowing that allowing that person to make that first step which i think is i think so crucial is 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 that first step now it took me 10 years well it took me 10 years before i actually even mentioned it to my gp let alone anyone else i can't and, and and i going back on what you're saying about men opening up a bit more i still think it's a generational thing as well whereas oh yeah my group of mates so i'm a bit older than you guys, so I'm nearly fifty. So there's a there's a group of mates who tend still not to really approach those subjects, but my lat my son is nineteen and he is starting to be a bit more he's he's lat he's a lad and he he has that bravado and stuff, but he still does seem to talk a bit more about I'm just you know I'm feeling a bit down today and stuff like that. So I'm I encourage that. With him to talk to me, but I know that he's hopefully he's going to be talking to his mates as well, and and they're kind of hopefully encouraging to open up a bit more at an earlier age, so that when it gets to my age and mates my age are still not opening up at nearly fifty, and you know that that how how detrimental that is. I still i just still not sure what that key thing is that that that's going to encourage someone to talk because of the male, sort of, sort of the masculine role, and the, and and how you are with your mates, and unless you're lucky enough to have a group of mates who, yeah, you know, you can sit around and yeah. have a laugh, but also open up, or whether you're always going to be in that group of mates who, you, you know, there's a bit of competition, and, uh, and you, you kind of got to be a bit, look a bit tougher, and stuff like that. It's 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 really hard to to gauge whether there is a there is a definite sea change going on. Mm. But I just think things like this, where people are just talking openly about mental health, I think that is just starting to change the landscape completely. So that... Yeah, make it a habit almost. Like what we're doing in in our
0: groups, like nine weeks of this. And the, the people are coming on leaps and bounds. Like, not saying we don't have bad days, but we've got that space to bring... And everyone has bad days, but instead of burying it like before, we can talk about it, can't we?
1: Sorry Ed. No <laughs> yeah, no no I was just saying but it's, it's important that people like Craig are, are talking about it like that it's because it, it's not you know you're taking away that fear of a sort of hierarchy of speaking to health professionals and people there's always that hierarchy in there and that's what we're trying to do with obviously what you're doing from your from your side Is you're kind of taking away that stigma of hierarchy and you ability having to speak to a professional even though you've got a level of someone's giving you a level of training to look for signposts and you know look for uh, pointers and and uh, look out for things you're still talking to people on a on a, on a level that just it's it's been comfortable to speak at that level isn't it and not think I'm talking to a health professional who's going to be judging me or or just you know going to be sticking me on medication or 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 you know what I mean oh, exactly it's, it's just get, get and and that I think that's going to be one of the the big things in the coming years. Is that is that level that people can access mental health and it, and if we're talking about it at all these levels, then you kind of think, well, that's just surely going to open it up to so many more people.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that and, and like hopefully Craig and I will give you the last bit to thought Don't worry. Uh, is it, what you're doing is like kind of kind of like a peer support, like you say. It's just it's accessible oh. and you've got your own experiences. And that's only going to make you better at what you do. So tell us a little bit about how people can find out about what you do. Where can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? And, and I'll post some links as well with this podcast.
2: Yep. Yeah, well, you've got my website at uk. That's pretty much, it gives you a bit much general what I do and a bit about the line. If you want to learn a little bit more about the line, you can go on the linesbarbercollective.com. Pretty much every information, all the information about lines is uh, when they were founded, where they have gone. If you are a hairdresser or barber listening to this, you can do the training on there. The Barber Talk training is on there. We've got the app in the App Store, Barber Talk app. No, that's on Apple and Android. You can look at all that stuff on there and the training on the lots, lots of stuff, which is like mindfulness well wellbeing tips, like a forum and stuff like that. Once you've done the course and things like that, and you can just reach out to me through Facebook, through my business page, craigbarbershop.co.uk. I can again, but, but Craig Barbershop, BL, BL, too yep same on instagram craig barbershop bl2 and just any of my social media outlets really follow my website you can click straight through and just reach out to me that way if you do need to absolutely brilliant
0: craig and i hope that uh you, you can maybe pop down to one of our groups one time or even come on line and do a talk or something you know like, we'd love to have you involved and yeah. also feel free to use our facebook page to share any of the things you know that we've got that closed yeah. facebook group Share any of your things, or even if yourself, or you want to open up and connect with people, that's what it's there for. So consider yourself an honorary member of the Talk About It mate community. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, and thank you
1: to Ed oh, to getting you on the yeah. podcast. Thanks, Great to be involved. Nice to meet you. Really good to meet
0: you. Brilliant episode, and that sets us up really nicely for one about masculinity that I'm hoping to do next week, all about men's mental health and masculinity, which is going to be a a big fleshy one which i'm looking forward to so uh good evening gentlemen that was a pleasure
1: all right thanks a lot yeah. see
2: you later